Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Off the back fence with Tony Kemp. Well, if you thought the Chiefs' mana weren't the re- real deal, then you better remove those red and black one-eyed patches. We could be looking at a side that goes through this competition unbeaten and takes the Crusaders' long-held mantle. Who knows? They may be the best team to follow for many years to come, Ricardo. The Crusaders clearly had a plan to stop Damien McKenzie, but unfortunately, they forgot that before stopping DMAC, you have to look after the middle of the park. Otherwise, they will simply roll straight over the top of you. Who would have thought? that the Munna would do that to the Crusaders. DMAC, though, he did look vulnerable early on. However, with Fozzie sitting in the grandstand, DMAC delivered and all but confirmed that he was ready to lead the All Blacks around the field as the premier number 10 in the country. Actually signed a two-year deal on the back of that as well. He made some big plays that would not have gone unnoticed by the Brains Trust, who had this very number 10 showdown as one to watch. But for me, it was Sean Stevenson again who looked right at home in the pressure cooker. In front of his big home crowd, this was a game that was for the ages, and Sean showed that he is ready for the next step. The question is, will Fozzie help Sean Stevenson realise his dream and make that next step, or will we just have to wait for Razor and the new regime to come in to unleash this uh, prodigious talent? Off the back fence with Tony Kemp. Tell you what, Kempy, you bang on there. I mean, I I, I think... uh, Sean Stevenson's going to look great in a Dolphins jersey next season. But um, that, that aside, um, it feels like Damien McKenzie's gone past Bowden Barrett. Has he gone past Richie Mwanga as well? Well, I think I think when you're playing those type of games and you get you know an opportunity to show your wares, you, see, Ricardo, it comes down to selection and, and what you're selection, selecting. Are you selecting on form or are you selecting on past performance and I know that past performance in a black jersey goes a long way to getting you selected in that team uh, for me I think Bowden Barrett will still be there I feel sorry for Stephen uh, Putafeta I think that he'll miss that spot I think Bodie will get that third spot but if it was a fight out at the moment you've got to say DMAC's been down down the Crusaders and then at home this weekend he's done Richie Mwonga twice you know, as, as a as a premier ten, because the games come down to the tens, don't they? Yeah, they do. And the other thing that I think was more impressive, because I haven't always been McKenzie's biggest fan, right? Uh, you know, when Peter Feta was coming through, and he was in Japan, and people were saying, "Oh, is he going to come back?" Uh, New Zealand rugby going to offer him a new deal. I'm like, why? Why? Mm. Well, you know, we've got these other players. Don't need him. Don't need him. Don't need him. Uh, but I think that he's really uh, improved his game. He had this tendency. I think it's probably because he played so much at fullback, but he had a tendency at 10 when he was a bit younger to run himself into little cul-de-sacs and get isolated. And so he'd go down these he'd, – he'd, he'd find somewhere to run and then end up getting isolated. Um, he's doing that less and less. And I think the most impressive thing on the weekend was he wasn't always going forward, mm. but he was still managing to um, to get his team out of trouble. He was put under a lot of pressure early on. I think they, they did their homework and did their job early on. But what the one thing I did notice, and this has got nothing to do with him playing 10, was his effort. 
you know, there's one there's one clip down there where he's right on his try line. They make a tackle, they hold it off. It gets um, put out to the winger. The winger steps inside his wing and goes to score. And Damien McKenzie throws his body at him and, and pushes him over the sideline. Um, just on the on the last breath that he had in his body at that time, you know what I mean. So that goes a long way um, when you're watching as a as a selector, as a coach, to say that this guy is actually putting his his team first and and his effort first. You know, like um, and for and for me, I think that's probably what he's got Richie in at, at the moment. Whether or not he gets that spot in front of Richie, look, I'd have to say probably not. I think they will go with tried and tested. Um, and the other thing about DMAC too is that he can cover both the 10 and the 15, mm. you know, as opposed to Richie being a specialist number 10. So uh, it's going to be interesting when those selections come around. If, I, you know, in, in five weeks' time when they go through unbeaten um, and they pick the, the All Black team, you know, the, the other thing about that, like how good is it having all the All Blacks playing in that big game? Yeah, it was you great. Know? It was great. So I, th- I think when people people come and watch games when all, when all your players are playing, not being rested. Interesting, you said when they go through unbeaten because I was looking at it and going, okay, so if they get past the Crusaders, uh, that's one big hurdle. But they've got another big hurdle: Brumbies and Canberra, second to last game of the, yeah. of, the of the round robin. Now I've seen the, the Brumbies that turned up against the Hurricanes in Wellington on Friday weren't that impressive. No. So I, I'm wondering just how good they are. They just look really good against other Australian teams. Yeah, and, and Canberra is a real hard place to go and play. You know, it's a, right down there, bottom of the Blue Mountains, I think it passed those, and, and it's cold, and, you know, there is a bit of a fortress down there for them. But you've got to remember two weeks out from the finals that, that the Chiefs will be trying to pick their form up going into those finals. They don't want to come away from that. Um, tri- uh, trip saying that they've lost or lost quite heavily going into a final series. So I'm expecting them to go down there and and, and have that as a focus and and, and probably um, a game which they think that they can harden themselves for the finals. And we're going to be talking more Super Rugby after eight o'clock with Ian Jones, the Carmo kid. Uh, no doubt he's still grinning from ear to ear after that big performance at the weekend. Coming uh, up. This hour, we are still going to be talking to Araha about the Formula One. She's going to give us a weather update from around the country as well. Still have time for your calls and texts on 8833 and 0800-150-811. We've got a Choices Flooring Poll coming your way shortly. Right now, though, let's get to Araha with news for Kubota. Together, we are shaping and building New Zealand.